0: it's time again for the insiders with chuck qualla and scott jensen sponsored by the wisconsin counties association and the tommy g thompson center on public leadership hi i'm scott jensen former assembly speaker
1: and i'm chuck qualla former senate majority leader
0: and we're the insiders and this week we really do have an insider issue here um elections as you know have consequences and the liberals uh, gained control of the Wisconsin Supreme Court on August 1 of this year. Um, and it looks like we're going to be having a battle of the branches between the legislative branch and the judicial branch as Republicans in the legislature try to figure out, is there any way to stop uh, the liberal majority on the Wisconsin Supreme Court? So that's a preview, Chuck. What comes ahead?
1: Well, let's remember, Janet, how to say what's won by a landslide, 11% of the vote just a few months ago she was very clear about her values and now republicans are talking about impeaching her for basically following those values and we expect i think most people are expecting issues like redistricting and abortion will come to the court and that will change that was clearly the stakes that were there in the election and the electorate has spoken and for the republicans to think that they can brazenly go out and impeach the justice is is absolutely ludicrous and it will not work for a variety of reasons but one of the problems that they have is that the wisconsin constitution only provides and i'm sorry guys to drag you into the legal world here but there are only three reasons that you can impeach a supreme court justice none of which apply in this case and that is going to make it very difficult for the republicans to do anything they may try but they will not be successful there are a lot of different schemes and we all know robin voss will scheme these out to get to exactly where he wants and he may be able to find what he thinks is the answer i guarantee you it's not the answer justice protose will not back down she will not leave the rest of the members of that court they have been now hardened with things so let me give you a preview one of the things that the republican says oh this redistricting is a partisan issue and she got 10 million dollars from the democratic party oh my god these are the people who literally ran their campaigns out of the republican party headquarters you cannot claim that you could decide about redistricting but the new person who happened to get funding from progressives and democrats cannot that is not going to wash with anyone and what's really going to be bad is people understand that just a few months ago this woman was elected discussing the very issues that they're going to try to remove her. That will not succeed. And I think it's a very dangerous move for the Republicans to do this. And by the way, for Robin Voss and for Lemahue, this really means that they would be staring down the gun barrel of autocracy. This would be literally taking away the Democratic vote of an overwhelming number of people. Even Donald Trump hasn't claimed that this election wasn't won by protests. And trying to take that and say, oh, I'm sorry, but she, can't, she cannot make a decision, even though an overwhelming landslide of people voted for. This is not a winning strategy for the Republicans.
0: Well, I do think that there are um, some questions of style as well as uh, questions about the rule of law here. Um, You know, uh, the the Democrats slash liberals clearly won the election, pro se, which won by a large margin. Um, She deserves to hold that office, um, and they have a majority they chose right out of the box, of course, to fire the award-winning director of state courts. They get to do that, right? They're, They're in charge. But they then replaced that person with a judge who is in the middle of her term. And as the fellow who offered the amendment to allow that, the constitutional amendment, which was defeated by the public, I don't know how they skipped over the constitution, which says you cannot appoint a judge to another office of trust during the course of their term, but they did. And then they also said, well, we're gonna, we're gonna have like a little club meeting and decide to reduce the powers of the Chief Justice of the Wisconsin Supreme Court. We're not gonna do it in an administrative hearing of the court, not in a public meeting. Just four of us are gonna get together apparently over lunch and decide we're going to reduce the powers of the Chief Justice. That actually, the powers of the Chief Justice are defined by the Constitution, somewhat vaguely I will admit um but this that is sort of an extraordinary grasp. so what we know at this point is that the the new uh, liberal majority which is duly elected um is going to be very aggressive in using the power that the voters have given them and maybe even maybe even going further than that and then the question is well if you have a problem whether or not they have broken the constitution. Um, or you have a problem that a judge has violated perhaps the code of ethics with a recusal, where do you go um, for a redress of that grievance, right? You can't like ask that the state Supreme Court go to the Galactic Supreme Court or something to review it. They're the last word, and they're gonna, just going to say, yeah, we did it exactly right. So now you have Republicans in the legislature desperately scrambling to see, are there any other ways we can stop uh, this? and you've seen Speaker Voss trot out the notion of impeachment, and then I have seen quite cavalierly, I think, some Democrats say, well, that's fine. If they impeach her, she just resigns, and Evers appoints a different liberal Democrat to the job, and that trumps, or wrong word probably, checkmates uh, anything that the Republicans have done in the legislature. All of that screams like constitutional <laughs> crisis to some extent to me but also um just a bit of madness here i mean elections do have consequences uh republicans should have been paying attention uh more during the election on the other hand i do think um it, i'm not worried about the contributions actually because both sides took those contributions but i do think that to say which was very clear that she was going to overrule the maps as unconstitutional during the course of the campaign. I don't think her statements about abortion, while which were value-based, were necessarily going to say, I'm going to overrule the 1849 law. But she went too far uh, in those redistricting comments. And I mean, it we're used to people hinting, running for Supreme Court, but we've not had people say no person, uh, no thinking person could agree with those maps well actually the state supreme court and the united states supreme court agree with them. there's a couple thoughtful folks on those on those two benches so i i think she made a mistake there um and that um they 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 have a legitimate reason to look at whether or not she's going to recuse herself on a case that she's clearly prejudged
1: that's clearly what they want to do and that's not going to happen for good reason as lawyers were careful we, there are magic words she never used the magic words that Scott just talked about. What she did is expressed her values, the same as Republicans do. When Republicans cite the fact that they have been endorsed by pro-life Wisconsin, that tells you what their position is on abortion. It's very clear. So if you want to talk about who stated their opinion most directly, it would be the Republicans. And by the way, talking about collegiality, do you realize first time I have can remember, maybe someone can point out, That the chief justice of the supreme court did not even turn out for the investiture of justice process nor did justice bradley that is the way they started the relationship
0: and by the way the reason the four the reason that the four justices
1: scott let me finish the reason that the four justices got together is that the chief justice refused to bring them together trying to pull a stunt again that oh i'm the chief i'm the chief and i'm going to do xyz they could remove the chief but they won't do that. They'll try to work as much as they can collegially within the process. But the idea that a court that had one justice some years ago who had his hands around another justice's throat, the idea that these guys are going to play well in the sandbox is not going to be there. It's up to the voters. And Scott said it right early on. The Republicans should have paid attention. During the election, they got beat by a landslide. The people of Wisconsin have spoken. Janet Protosewitz doesn't have to resign. Janet Protosewitz doesn't have to take herself out and recuse herself. What's gonna happen is she's gonna stay in, she's gonna fight, and she's gonna, she won by a landslide, and she will have every bit of legitimacy to continue to do that. I think the Republicans think that they have a cutesy way of dealing with it. They don't. I'm an attorney. I've seen what's going on out there. I have a pretty good idea where this is headed. And the bottom line is Republicans should be ready to run in competitive districts, competitive, not Democratic-dominated districts, but competitive districts if they want a majority in the next election.
0: End of story. It's fascinating that you know how the case is going to turn out
1: just as I knew how a case was going to turn out when WMC went for this court and the Republicans were there. They are a wholly owned, the Republicans on that court, and we may as well call them Republicans, they're conservatives. They are a wholly owned subsidiary of WMC. And if you want to say no, 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 they didn't run their campaigns out of the WMC office. Oh, that's right. They ran them out of the Republican Party of Wisconsin headquarters. Come on, when you run your campaign out of the Republican Party of Wisconsin headquarters, do we know how you're going to vote? Yes, we do. So let's not pretend that everyone doesn't understand that this is progressives and conservatives who are aligned with Democrats and Republicans. That is the way it is. Republicans are trying to say, I'm shocked, shocked to find gambling going on. Oh, sir, here are your winnings. This is Casablanca all over again, folks. There, and no amount of of sleight of hand by Robin Voss will allow him to overturn the landslide victory of a woman less than a year ago. Ain't going to work. Get ready for competitive maps, guys. They're coming.
0: So I think we're going to be talking about the Supreme Court more than we ever have in our, our, the history of our program here. And we're going to be talking about it just about every month all the way into next year.
1: Scott is absolutely right. That there are so many cases, so many things that are going to be coming before this court that have the potential to change. I don't know how all of them are, but the visibility of redistricting and the visibility of abortion and where the different people had different values and who supported them, it's obvious where we're heading, folks.
0: Well, we'll see if it's true. See you next time. You've been listening to The Insider with Chuck Kwala and Scott Jensen, sponsored by the Wisconsin Counties Association and the Tommy G. Thompson Center on Public Leadership.